Hey guys, welcome to the Seven Figure Box Show. I'm Andrew Frezza, and I'm joined today by Brittany and Marcia from Lady Strong Fitness. It is Wednesday, March 31st. We're in the middle of the coronavirus pandemic, and we want to share with you guys just a conversation between us of uh, two different gym owners that are similar but very different. Um, you know, we have a CrossFit gym. Brittany and Marcia have a women's only gym that's um, not a CrossFit gym, a little bit more, I guess you'd call it boot camp focus um, to kind of categorize it, but um, very different demographics, different parts of the country. They're in Chicago, I'm in Florida, and just things that want to talk about things that we're working on, things that we're thinking about as gym owners right now, and things we're spending our time on. So, um, want to just can you guys give us a snapshot of what you guys are working on right now, where the gym is at um, from this, and how long have you been shut down from doing classes? Yeah, so uh, we've been closed since March 19th, yep. I think, March 19th, okay. so what, day 12, uh, day 12 of, of being closed down, and um, I'll tell you right now that that week that we shut down was one of the wildest weeks that we've ever experienced, you know, that Monday we were on the news in Chicago, our studio was on the news spotlighted for International Women's Month, um, yeah. and then Tuesday we cut our classes in half to 10, and then Wednesday night we closed. So it was like a very uh, crazy, like 72 hour period where it was just like, this is insane. What is going on? So um, now we're, we're 100% virtual, 100% um, virtual. Marcia, thankfully, not thankfully, but thankfully, ruptured her Achilles tendon a year ago to today, mm -hmm. yesterday, today. Uh, it was actually Sunday. Sunday. Uh, and when she was- Remember that day well. well <laughs> yeah, when she was laid up, she created an entire virtual platform for us eight months ago. And we never wow. thought we would ever use it. And now we're using it. It's working very well. So, yeah. So when you say platform, what does that look like? What does that mean? So the uh, integration is um, the software platform is ClickFunnels. Okay. So what I did was um, not only put our our live videos that we do each day so that people can catch the replay. We also build some value with our members and um, we have different modules with different categories. For instance, we have a nutrition module that consists of like an essentials grocery list, um, a recipe book, um, a starter kit. We have another module that has um, a music playlist. So when they're working out, they can listen to music. So we've put together and gathered over a hundred different songs there. Uh, we have another module that consists of, I had an opportunity to actually write a book for our women called the Women's Weight Loss Secret. And mm -hmm. I, I also, I, I wrote it and I also did an MP3 on it. I read it, recorded it. So they have the MP3 version they're able to listen to. So essentially I asked our most successful women in our, inside our studio who's lost the weight and kept it off, if they had to put the weight back on, how would they lose it? And they shared 10, 10 tips and secrets with me. So I was able to gather that information and place that alongside the, uh, the membership site portal as well. Um, we also have, Brittany actually pulled it yeah, up pulled right up here. You so can you can't really that. say you got to turn the brightness down on it, but um, some other things that's on there is, can you see that? Yeah. Yep. So they have their own, they create a login and stuff, a login and account. So you can see all the different modules. There's a list of ton of things there. And we're always, it's almost like Netflix where you add movies all the time. And we're adding to this weekly, if not daily onto there. So you can see like we have the workouts on there. 
and each workout has an actual model that demonstrates like how it's uh, the exercise is supposed to be executed and there's voice overlay with that as well so uh, we have it dialed in pretty good so and then there's a link here that takes them out to um, the actual replay that they can replay on YouTube it's an unlisted YouTube video so they can just we, when we record the lives um, we just dump them on unlisted YouTube our channel yeah. and then we just dump the link on that underneath each workout and they can go back and replay the workouts on their own yeah. time unlisted just means that it's it's not searchable if you have the direct link though you can see it right. yeah yeah. Nice. Um, so you said that's actually all that's hosted on ClickFunnels or ClickFunnels is what you use to get people into the platform? Both. <laughs> Both. Okay. I didn't realize ClickFunnels was that powerful on the back end. I thought it was more of just the front end, front end stuff. Oh, no. No. It's, it's, uh, it's very robust. Yeah. It, <laughs> we, we use it for our ads and then we also, uh, she created the membership site as well on um What's, what's, yeah, what's really cool is that I can actually see how much um, of the site they're utilizing, where they are. It's almost like heat map. If you go to a website, you can see the things that they clicked mm -hmm. on, how much time they spent there. So, um, for instance, I just gathered the top 10 women. We have almost over 200 people that's created accounts for this. And I just wanted to be fun and engaging. And I shared the top 10 people who's most interactive on there. And it shows like the percentage. And we had one lady who utilized the platform up to 60%. And then the next one was like 50%. So it lets people see like, man, I need to get my poop in a group and I want to be where these people are. So it's really nice that we're able to see how much they're utilizing the platform. Okay. And when they see a date, a new workout, so tomorrow's workout, is that getting loaded in at a certain time? And that, it's I imagine that, Sorry, it's already it's actually already in there and I've created what's okay. called a drip campaign so you can program it to actually show up during a specific date so gotcha. that way I set it and forget it. Yeah. Okay, cool. So there but it's it's not like they're gonna go to a workout section of ClickFunnels, or maybe they are, or is it just like a blog where it's the most recent article yeah. on the blog essentially? If you look on here, like if I if I when I click on the Lady Strong Virtual Workouts drop down, all the workouts are listed there. Like you can just, you just click on the one that you want to see and scroll down and it will show up. Gotcha. And are you guys trying to keep it still data day specific or are you guys just adding a new workout each day and it's more workout 10, workout 12, like kind of general? Yeah, it's, it's day specific. So we typically, I, I work with uh, our head coach as she programs, uh, for instance, like last week she did the week prior she has it all in there and we set a drip campaign so that way it shows up the day it pops up populate so that way they could preview it on a specific date yeah every workout has just always incorporated body weight strength and cardio so the three domains that we typically run in class each workout incorporates them so um that's mm -hmm. been really helpful cool yeah. now how what have you guys seen impact wise like in terms of your membership numbers how many have migrated over to this and are are good to go and how many have like gone on hold or canceled yeah so we have 222 active members right now that are paying still um, we have seven members that are frozen and then we have four members that chose to not renew after their april payment so um, we're still getting payments from 226 of our members in april which is amazing um we've stephanie my our studio manager and i have 
gotten on and called people who haven't created accounts because in ClickFunnels, you can actually see who's created accounts by their email. So we created a spreadsheet of like who has created it, who hasn't. And then all the people who have it, we've made phone calls, we've sent texts like, hey, did you get your virtual site set up, blah, 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 like making sure they're getting it done and getting it set up. Um, I would say 75 to 80% of our members have gotten it set up and there's a few that just haven't yet, whether they're still working and have been too busy or whatever the case may be. But um, every, every member of ours, we've gotten so, and I'm sure just as much as you, like so many great messages from members and so many awesome people who've just supported us through this and know that we need their support to come out of this on the other side. So they have a home to come back to, um, like you talked about in your podcast, that third, that third place. Um, mm -hmm. and I think that's really cool that we have such a great community, very much like you guys who just are willing to, to support us through this. Um, so that is, we, we very haven't seen hardly any impact at all. That's, that's awesome. I mean, um, obviously that's a testament to what you guys are doing and a testament to this platform, which sounds, sounds amazing, which I still have more questions on that, but I wanted to share kind of where we are at to, to show that even though we do have a strong community because of the volume that we're at, it still is a hit for us. I mean, we're, I think we're sitting at about 380, 390 active members. And prior to this, you know, three weeks ago, we were over 500. So we are feeling the impact, but I think, I mean, I'm not stressing about it. We'll get into this later about sort of how my mindset has had to shift. Um, but I wanted people to not feel alone out there if they, if they have seen an impact that doesn't necessarily mean that uh, you're a bad gym owner or anything like that. You just might not have either one, the community that you guys have created, but two, this secondary platform to have yeah. migrated to. And I um, think now, I think it too makes a difference, like depending on your, your area, like where you are, you know, in the, in the nation, like for us, I'm noticing that a lot of our people are still working at, they're just working from home. Yeah. So that's helpful. You know, mm -hmm. like when our, when they're working, they're still getting a paycheck. So it's not as difficult for them to have to cut expenses, but we have, you know, have seen some people that have lost their jobs, you know, and who have had to cancel. So I think, and like you said, if we were double the numbers that we were at, like our membership numbers where we were at, I'm sure our impact would be way more too. So it's just a case by case basis and, you know, studio and gym by gym basis of like where you're at and what you're offering and like what you can and can't do. So yeah, everybody's a little bit different, but um, you know, it is what it is. So how do you guys imagine using this platform long-term? You know, you said that this was kind of built, I don't know why it was, necessarily what the original intention was building and now you're getting to actually use it which is a, a, a positive that's coming about through this crisis um but now that you've seen it in action what do you think this could be for you long term we've talked about that yeah i i think this is something that after this is all done and said with i think we're going to just transition back to the way things were uh we're finding out that this is like almost an entire new job description by itself and a whole new role that needs to be managed by someone on our team and right now i think that's just not feasible especially where we are and what our goal is for the business so i think this is something that's very much so temporary so to speak and we might have some of those people that might want to keep it which is okay um i think it'll still come in handy especially you know, if they're going on vacations and they want some sort of programming, it's going to be readily available available for them. Um, however, I don't think we would add to it. We would just maintain and keep what we currently have. Yeah. And I think the biggest thing to remember too with things like this is 
Um, and Mike Arce has literally been with us through this entire thing. And something that he said is like, obviously if this is get, if this turns into a six figure business for you and like this virtual platform is generating a ton of revenue for you and you can build, you know, you, know, you have the capacity to build a team around it and keep operating it, then absolutely do it. But if it's not pro a profitable like sidearm of your business and you're finding yourself having to put more work into it, more effort and take that time and energy away from your actual, you know, goal number one, then it might not be, you know, feasible for you to do right now, as it stands, it's not like something that we're making buku money off of, you know, what it's doing for us right now is really pacifying our members until we can open our doors back up because the vision of our business is brick and mortar. That's really what it is. But the landscape of fitness in the industry could completely 100% change during this time too. And we completely understand that. So I think we're open to whatever happens. We're operating it right now. And like I told you before we started recording, we are running ads for our virtual workouts right now too. Um, and so if it becomes, you know, something more than, than what it is right now, then absolutely. I think we would definitely navigate that as it is, but just right now, it's not something that we're like, yes, we're going to continue no matter what happens in the future of this. It would just yeah. be a value add to membership. Yeah, I could see that. It's like, you're almost making a decision to become a software company. Yeah. And then, you know, you're, you're, you're then competing with companies like a street parking out there. That's like, Hey, we are fully online. We're meant for garage gyms. And you guys obviously could fill a niche that's that's similar, but very different because you already have niched yourself down to, you know, female population specifically, but with that comes a certain, you know, type of culture that you're trying to create certain term, certain type of brand you're trying to create. So you could be successful in that area, but it is a big decision, not just like, Hey, this is going to be like adding supplements to our gym, or this is going to be another stream of revenue that we're adding. So with, with the ads that you're running right now, have you had anybody convert? And then what, what's the offer? Like, are you offering them just a normal gym membership? Like your current people that are on or are active still? Right. So right now what we're looking at this, like, is like a pre-sale. We're only advertising within a seven mile radius of our gym. So we're still advertising locally, which is nice because that means a lot of the leads that we're getting are local people who could be potential members at our studio. So what we're doing is a seven day free, free access pass with access to three live virtual workouts. So in a week they can have access to three lives or they can have access to the on-demand site because we post all those videos on there. So if they can't make the live at 8 a.m., they can do a workout later on. Um, and then after their three workouts or their week is up, we do very much similar. We just sell over the phone. Um, we've had two sales. I hope we had another one last night. So we've had two sales. Um, her name is Kinga. Okay. We've had two sales. Uh, one of them is Mike's wife, Marjan, who's in Arizona. And then uh, we had another local lady who actually, funny story, came into our gym for a free week. And like, as soon as she was ready to sign up, we had to close. So then she did a couple workouts on the virtual, loved it. So we're doing 99 for the first month. And then after their first month, we would upgrade them into a regular membership at the studio. So it's almost like a, a in, like intro promo into membership. That would be the goal. Gotcha. Now, if, if this thing were to become some kind of very leg of your business, do you see it most, like, who do you think would take advantage of it? Do you see it as like an on-ramp for like a client that's just maybe intimidated for your class setting? Do you see it as a potential upsell to your members of, hey, for $9.99 a month, $19.99 a month, you get this extra service? Yeah. Do you see it as someone who's maybe 
they are moved away from the gym or they, um, I don't know, maybe they just want to start training at home and they want to have it for a cheaper service. It's a way to keep them at half price versus full price versus yeah. all or nothing. Like, do you see the opportunities? Yeah, I think the third one would make more sense because I don't think, I believe what we're struggling with right now, just because Stephanie and me and the sales team are the ones that are doing the lead calling and like the following up, what we're noticing is that our demographic and the people that we attract have a very, they're like an old car. It's like, they're really hard to get them started and get them motivated. And like, it's even hard to do it in the studio, but to have to wrangle them at home to like get them out of bed to like schedule their workouts with their kids at home it's very difficult so I don't think that it would be um an on-ramp because just how our maybe you disagree or agree with me but on how our like our demographic works um I don't know if we could sell it as an upsell to a membership because they're already using it so I think we would have a hard time like charging them additional maybe for new members you could um I like I would think the third one would make the most sense or have it included. We ha- we also have like a platinum or premium package as well that can be included in there as well. Right. So for like people with basic packages, no, not at all. But yeah, I would almost make could, it as an ad. Yeah, it could be that extra little thing to get someone to choose your unlimited membership. And oh, it's yeah. just, it's built into the price, but kind of the same way it is now. It's that little extra thing that's keeping them happy and it adds mm-hmm. value once or twice a month and it's it pays for itself. Yeah. yeah. And I would be honest too, because we have a basic membership that's only 10 sessions a month and it's just like the bare minimum package. I think after this is all said and done, I would probably remove access to all of our basic members because we gave them all access to this now for the time being. I would likely remove that access for our basic members and just give it to like our unlimited people. And then if the basic people wanted to to either upgrade or add on to keep it, they could pay like an additional, you know, $19.99 a month just to have the access to the virtual. Um, or like you said, it could be a downgrade option. You know, if you've got somebody who's on the unlimited, that's like, oh, I'm not making it to classes often, blah, blah, blah. Okay, maybe we just downgrade you to X with the option to add the the virtual if you wanted to do it from home. So yeah, I think that I think it definitely gives you um, variety. I I love that. I think it, I think it needs to be priced close to where your 10 package price is. It's, it's almost like your lowest membership option or uh, comparable to your lowest. And then it becomes included in your highest. And now it it becomes a a clear value proposition for that higher membership to say, Oh, wow, this is something that I could pay for for just a hundred bucks a month that I get now included when I pay my unlimited membership. I think that's, that's cool. Yeah. Um, so what, so are you guys doing, you're just doing video classes now, or you are actually doing Zoom type classes as well? We were trying to do the live thing. Go ahead. You're so, doing them, so I'll let you talk about no, it. No, you're fine. So the Zoom is actually live and we record that Zoom so okay. that we're able to see the replay on that, which we use that unlisted into YouTube for them to watch at a later date. Gotcha. So it's a, you're doing a single Zoom class per day that then is recorded and available. Exactly, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, gotcha, cool. Yeah. So then I imagine that you guys, especially now getting closer to 12 days in, two weeks in, as this moves on, you guys are probably gonna find more time in your schedules or at least the, your roles have changed mm-hmm. or will be changing. So yeah. what are you and what do you foresee you spending your time on? Because I mean, we you know, Trump just extended the guidelines till the end of April. We're expecting probably even a week or two behind that because Florida's had some specific 
things on gyms. We're, we're thinking May 8th, which is the date that we've been told. So what are you spending your time on? What do you imagine you're going to be spending your time on here? So for instance, I'll give you an example of me right now. I'm all about retention and how we can continue to build value with our members. And I came up with this idea of creating just based upon uh, my observation inside our group page and the ladies are stressed out because they're working from home and the kids doing e-learning and it's, it's overwhelming to say the least. And so I decided to come up with a COVID-19 stress reliever package um, that includes not only to help our members out, but also help out other small businesses. So within this uh, stress reliever package, there's, for instance, we're gonna start um, incorporating every Sunday uh, for 30 minutes of restorative yoga. We actually have um, a yoga instructor that we know that we've worked with in the past with events that had um, agreed to help us out during this whole ordeal. So that's one example there. Another one is uh, we have a couple therapists that used to be members of ours as well, licensed therapists that had agreed to do like uh, gratitude sessions that we can get together and it's gonna be uh, based on different categories that the ladies can attend in. Um, another thing that we're gonna do as well is like a patent pour for socialization. I know we're all bored at home so we can gather. We actually have um, an actual lead painter that's gonna show our ladies how to paint the portrait and whatnot. So we're just getting really creative with things. So we, we're packaging it all together, just supporting local small businesses. We're in throwing in there some like our manifesto t-shirt just so that way they have that positive mindset and a constant reminder that you can do this and continue to strive forward. So yeah, that's kind of what I'm working on. I'm all about things and uh, what we can do to just kind of continue with our retention right now. Yeah. Nice. So this, that, yeah, That's her mainly for your current members, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, so she's building out a whole other funnel, like on ClickFunnels, that we can just send to our members and they can pay right on the funnel. And we're really not profiting, like, we're not profiting anything no, not at this all. at all. It's yeah. really wanted to do it as more of a philanthropic thing. Like the, the people that are helping us out with this, like the yoga instructor helped us do our goat yoga. Um, she's a local yoga instructor, um, Pinos Palettes. Um, the lady there has been a really great advocate of ours from uh, a business perspective, and we really wanted to help her out. Um, and then we have an upsell on there for massage vouchers. So we have a couple of massage therapists that have done stuff for us. So we just try to think of a lot of people that we've networked with and have helped us that we can give back to them. And I think this is a really cool way to, to show that our members are supporting us and we're going to support other people too. Um, and as a community. So um, we're really excited about that. I think that's going to go really, really well. Nice. And then are you guys, are you guys thinking about your business differently moving forward or how are you thinking about your business differently? Cause I've definitely, number one, I've, I, I've had this separation. Obviously I'm not coaching classes. You guys are not coaching classes besides the zoom stuff, but it's, it's a different feeling than a normal day to day. Um, you've been separated from that day to day. And I, I feel very much like it's this blank slate. Like we have the ability to start fresh. Um, do you guys feel that? And if so, what are you, what do you want to be different? I think that for us, it's just, this really is going to test your retention skills and really give you an idea of how you can add value to your memberships going forward. I think when you get stuck in the day to day, you almost lose that little entrepreneurial creativity spark because it just gets to be like this consistent thing, consistent routine every single day until, you know, either you've, you know, you've grown your business to where you want to want it to be and you want to sell it, 
or whatever the case may be. So this, I think, really lit a fire and almost reignited a lot of things for all business owners and all entrepreneurs to really challenge their thought processes around their businesses and what they can do with them going forward. Because at the end of the day, this is the true meaning of like, if everything was ripped away from you tomorrow, what would you do? You know, and it's like, this yeah. is exactly what's happening is like, our lives were completely flipped upside down in a matter of, of minutes. And now it's either, it's like survival of the fittest, you know? And I think if you're the kind of entrepreneur that, you know, that pressure drives you forward, you're going to get through this and you're going to get through it better than you came into it. You're going to have a better business when you get out of this than when you came into it. Um, so I, I don't know that, that my perspective on our business has changed. Cause I feel like we still have the same mission and the same vision for our business. Even after this, we know where we want to go. Um, but it has given us an appreciation of the, the day to day for me, like really what it takes to make this thing work, you know, cause when you have teams and everything like that, you have, you're, you've delegated tasks and you have all these other people doing stuff for you, mm -hmm. you lose sight of that stuff. But now like half of our team isn't working, you know? So yeah. it's like, we've had to pick that up. Um, and it, I think it gives you an appreciation for the teams that you have as well and, and the work that they do for you because it's not an easy work. Yeah. You know, um, I think for me too, thinking from a long-term perspective, I think when we all go into business, we have a tendency to kind of not think about the exit strategy and thinking of it from this perspective and where we're at right now and someone looking inside your business and at the numbers and especially during this time, noticing that we didn't really take a, a, a huge dive, right? We still maintain somewhat of a consistency, uh, which looks good on paper if you're trying to sell a business um, in a way, so to speak, if that, if that says anything at yeah, all. Yeah, I so. think it's important also too, from an operator's perspective, like you as an owner, um, and I do believe that it's good for your members to see like us as owners, you know, doing the texting and making the phone calls and being on the lives and doing things like that. It lets them know that we just didn't like walk away from this thing and like hope that it, that it works, um, that we're still there and we're still going to support them. So yeah, I don't, I, my, my day to day hasn't necessarily changed, but I'm way more now into the sales and following up with leads and all of that stuff too. And then I have a whole sales team now that I kept on, peak girls that I kept on to help make phone calls and like all that stuff. So I'm still managing that my, that little arm, but I'm also like on the phone, on FitProTracker all day long, every day. Yeah. For me, yeah. it's content creation as well. Yeah. I've, I found myself, I've way, made way more content throughout <laughs> this entire time. And you know, if it's our podcast or whatever, our social media platforms, it's it's always consistent daily. I mean, in the last two weeks, I've probably, how many podcasts? Oh my God. Over 30 yeah, episodes. created a whole new podcast. So, yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, I think you're, you guys have, have acquired a skill set really quickly of how can we add value outside of, you know, the 45 minutes to an hour that we have someone. So I think, and, and you guys, I mean, what's cool about you as well is you've, you kind of proven that you have some slack in your system that even if a few things go wrong, like your gym shuts down, most of your members are sticking with you. So I think it just proves where you guys are at. I think it shows that you guys can probably take some risks moving forward, knowing how locked in those members are um, and can give you confidence. You know, I think for, for me and our gym, it's, it's kind of interesting how it's played out. Um, there's a lot of things that we're, we're looking at it as like we have the chance to almost 
reopen up as if we were opening up brand new mm -hmm. and you guys are you guys are newer to the table so we're seven years yeah. in and a lot of a lot of it has been little evolutions along the way and now we're looking at okay well what if we can just start from scratch like even something as simple as class schedule like i think all gym owners should be looking at their class schedules now go to the month of february and january look at your attendance and look at where those lower attending classes are and could you either delete a class or shift a class by 30 minutes and potentially lower your overhead costs for payroll while improving the experience by having more energy and camaraderie in those classes I think that you have the chance to do that now where you didn't have that a month ago because you were screwing with someone's routine yeah. and now everyone's routine's already screwed. So right. you have a chance to, to mess around with a class and not really get the backlash for it because people are going to be so grateful for it. And we might all, we might all be thrown in a situation where we're having to open up to partial schedules anyways, or 30 minute classes. So we can, so we can run 15 to 20 classes in a day with, eight people in them as opposed to eight to 10 classes in a day with 20 to 30 in them. So who knows what it's going to be, but I'm thinking about it. We're, we're, I mean, there's a number of things we're looking at schedule being one um, on ramp onboarding system, what we want that to look like. I think a lot of gym owners, this is an opportunity for them to decide, do they even want to open back up? I think this is the chance for a lot of people to just get out coaches included, like whether it means getting out of your gym because you're unhappy in that situation, but you know you want to be a career coach, or you know this isn't the industry for you, I think it's the best time to just reflect on that and maybe pivot. And then you're in a best, the best chances this economy picks back up to be in the industry you want to be and ride that wave when it picks back up again. So those are some of the things I'm thinking about on my end. I think there's a lot of value in, in a lot of lots to say about um, the workforce too. Like there's going to be a lot of really good talent out there to be picked up by other people who left it behind. And you're going to have lots of really good coaching talent, lots of really good sales talent, people who are going to be looking for a home that maybe their home shut down and never opened back up and they were an awesome coach and their members love them. And now you pick them up and maybe the people who love them there will come over to your gym. I just think that there's a lot. I think that all gym owners, no matter what, should be looking at this as an opportunity to do something, whether it's exit or grow, mm -hmm. hire new talent. Maybe this is a time where you've had that person on that you're just like knew you needed to fire months ago and now, the universe was like, here, let me help. <laughs> yeah. And now you have that opportunity to not even have to have that difficult conversation because you had to get rid of them anyways. Now you can fill that spot. So I just think that it's, if I could give any piece of advice is to look for the opportunity and the silver linings and everything that's going on right now, because there are plenty to find or plenty right. to find. You just have to look for them and you have to look through a different lens. You can't look from, from the doom and gloom lens. You have to look for like through the lens of like, okay, how can I make the best of the situation and come out of this better than I went into it? Yeah. It's funny. Cause like, you know, I, I mentioned the numbers of basically losing 25% of our membership. And I, a lot of those people are reluctantly going on hold. Yeah. Um, most of them are like, as soon as you open back up, it's like, we're back. So you know, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty confident those numbers will get back up quickly, although there's a conversation to be had about what quickly even looks like, because I think this is a, a full year process for the, for the whole culture and people's psyches to recover from this. Um, but for me, it's funny how losing members was actually a relief for us, because I think part of me was so tied to the numbers that we were at. I mean, we hovered around 
you know, 490 to 530 members for, you know, well over a year and a half. And, and that's our number. And, you know, we feel so pressured to sort of uphold that number that it, it didn't give us a chance to really just figure out where we wanted to go long term. And now it's a chance for us to say, you know what, do we even really want that number? Do we actually probably, as we think about it now, it's like maybe we want to be more like 350, 400, but everyone has a deeper relationship and where we feel like we are responsible for every single person's goals that walk through the doors, as opposed to just providing a good group class experience. And it's, it's two different things. So without this, without sort of feeling this hit, um, it, it, it wouldn't have happened where I probably wouldn't be able to separate, separate myself enough from that, from those numbers that I saw week to week, month to month to be able to make some of those bigger decisions. Yeah. I love that. I love that because I feel like that's where we're at. That's the mindset that, that we've had. And I think that it's a testament to just like the community that we've built because just, we are just a small studio naturally. Like we can't really fit, you know, lots and lots of people. If we added more class times and stuff like that, we could, but I feel like what has, what has risen to the surface out of all of this is that our members understand that we have their back. Like we will be there yeah. for you no matter what. We will make sure that you weigh less or feel better or look better outside of all of this than you did when you came in. And we're going to do everything we can to make sure that happens. And I, we had a podcast yesterday. We did a state of the studio address yesterday um, nice. on our new podcast. And in that we talked about like, if you feel like you're hearing from us too much, that's a good thing because we are right. purpose over communicating with you right now because we need to make sure that your head is in the game we need to make sure that you don't forget your goals because it's easy to do that now so I love that you're looking at it from that perspective because I I truly in my heart Andrew feel you will be very successful if you go that direction because when you can because we are in the relationship business you know mm -hmm. people want that relationship with their gym owner or their coach or whoever it is and they want to know that somebody genuinely cares about where, where they are and where they want to go. And I really feel like there's a lot of value to be built there and, and also a lot of, you know, revenue to be generated from a model yeah. like that too. I yeah. really feel as though before this whole thing that we had a really tight knit community, mm -hmm. but it's really showcased a lot in the last week since this whole ordeal. Yeah. So I, I think that's a really cool opportunity <laughs> that you guys definitely, definitely will do well with. Like uh, yeah, and I think it's forcing it's forcing our staff, but I think this is going to be across this is across the board forcing coaches to become outcome focused as opposed to uh, you know tactic focus. Which tactic in the past was we have a group class, let's make it as great as we possibly can, let's make sure you have a good time, let's mm -hmm. keep you safe. But now as we lose the ability to do that or do that the way we like to do it in person, we have to still think about well how can we achieve the outcome without with a different set of tools. And I think that's really cool because we can keep those tools rolling beyond this. Um, we can keep our eyes focused on the outcomes. And then once we get more tools at our disposal, then it becomes, you know, hopefully even easier. Yeah, yeah I think that's cool. I love that. Love it. Yeah. So let's talk about like, you know, what, what are you guys imagining this to look like? Because I, I think this is gonna be, like I said, a year or more. I think one, I th I'm, I'm not, I'm kind of dreading the day that we ba open back up because I, I don't believe it's going to be like, Hey, let's open up to the exact same system that we had. Mm -hmm. um, it's going to be this very makeshift thing. That's probably going to have to adjust like every week we're going to be adjusting like, okay, 
today we have classes at this time and the class, the cap is this. And then tomorrow we have, you know, our next Monday, we have a completely different set of classes and the cap is this, and it's going to be very incremental. And then I think from a psychology standpoint, even when the government says, yeah, everything's fine, go back to what you're doing. I think it's going to be a full year before people, maybe more, really feel confident. I think, you know, we're going to have to have some really good testing, some vaccines to get to the point that that extra 10 to 20% of people are going to feel confident coming back in. Like you guys have kept a lot of these people, but I imagine that 50 to 75 may just opt to stay home and continue using the online stuff for the, you know, for the time being, even in May. Yeah, I definitely think that there is going to be something to consider. Um, I don't, I also don't believe that we will, they'll be like, okay, you're welcome to go back to business, like business as usual. I do believe it will be a, lim a, lim a limited capacity, very much so how it was up until the point that we were forced to close. We had cut our classes down to 10 people per class. Um, I do believe that opening back up will look exactly the same. I do believe we're going to have to have limited classes at that point. So I do believe that we will have to go with our live classes, even during the time that we are open until we get fully back to a point where we are back to normal because there, like you said there are going to be those people who still want to stay home and we have to be able to give them an option we have to be able to to offer them something to do so um so i do think that that's the case too what what scares me the most same thing with you is the psychological impact of all of this stuff um the fear that is ensuing with people during this time is absolutely insane. For example, I had a friend the other day um, who, you know, Katrina, her daughter had a low grade fever and she's like, oh no, she has a low grade fever. And I'm like, why are you freaking out? You haven't even left your house. I said, if there was no coronavirus, what would you be doing? She's like, I wouldn't be freaking out. Then stop freaking out. Like stop freaking out. But that's the problem. And then like, she's like, I'm not even going, I'm not going to leave my house. I'm not going to the grocery store. I'm like, so are you going to leave after this is over? Like I, for me personally, just as me as a person, Reef absolutely refused to allow anything or anyone run my life. Like I will listen, I'll do what I need to do. I will stay home for the greater good of everybody else. But when this is all said and done, I'm still going to live the life that I choose to live. I'm still going to go out because at the end of the day, I could get hit by a car. Like I could get yeah. hit by a car and die tomorrow. Like that I, have a, I, I feel like I could die or get sick anytime. It doesn't matter whether it's the coronavirus or the flu. Like, it doesn't matter. So when this is all over, it's like, I just, I don't want to live in that fear. But I do believe that a lot of people will for a long, it's like PTSD. Yeah. No, do you agree with that? No, I, I agree. Because we, we've even considered on having to remodel our entire uh, programming and how we do our workouts. Because, you know, we sometimes we do circuit style and... We're about transitioning to where it's just stationary and they stay in one spot the whole time. So that way they're not sharing equipment and we just have to be mindful. Like Brittany said, you know, she's not, she's going to, you know, stick to her routine and not have that mindset, but you're still going to have those people that might have that PTSD and we have to be mindful of that. And, yeah. you know, some of the ways that we could try to help put their mind at ease is, you know, transitioning our, you know, our programming, which, you know, is you know it's it's there is going to be adjustments that every business in general will have to make with cleanliness with how you do business um everything everything is going to change everything is going to shift the the world will not look the same as it did after this as coming into it um but i do i agree the psyche of of humans is what's going to scare me the most after this than like operational and economic i i yeah. i feel like the fear that people will be instilled with 
will will be the biggest problem or the biggest hurdle that we will have to overcome. Yeah, I mean, we're and this is a conversation between three people that are used to a, a, facing things in their lives and then saying, okay, well, what's in my control? What can I focus on? And most right. people just don't uh, approach things that way. And I think that that's gonna that's gonna kind of leak into you know the signups and new members that we get or the ten to twenty percent that haven't returned back to the gym. You know, so you might, you guys might have more of a, a pulse on this than I do, but I kind of feel like, like what you guys are doing with the online stuff, I feel like that may be a hit in the future. And let's say you guys are running in a partial gym setting, or we're in this situation where you're opening your doors back up, but there's still 50% of the country that is not comfortable going into a physical sweaty gym they still want to work out on their own do you think there is going to be a tipping point where the online stuff becomes very very popular because personally i don't feel like it's there right now like yes i get the fact that all gyms are shut down everybody's still like the online in in theory should be booming but i think so many people are just so focused on the pandemic and following it and watching the news that even the people that want to get in shape right now are just kind of like eh, whatever like they're not really making, taking action. But at some point, as this drags on for four, five, six weeks, two months, those people are going to say, okay, I got to make a change and I'm not ready to go to a gym. I want to do something online. Do you feel like, do you guys agree with that? Do you think there will be a tipping point at some point where it's like, okay, yes. Now the, the market's getting flooded with online people who need help at home. I I do agree with that. Yeah, I also look at it from a different perspective too. Um, maybe someone that is used to having a different routine over this four to six week span now have to transition from a routine that they were used to at home to now having to do this whole entire new routine. Are they going to want to uproot from that, from working out at home to now having to go back to a gym? So there's there's so many different ways of looking at yeah, it. Yeah, there's a lot of variables. And I think that you're right. I think as we progress day to day with this and week to week, people will understand that this is just a new normal that they have to make adjustments to. And you can't, you can't live watching Fox news every single day of your life and like live in that little bubble of fear. Because if you do, you will be worse off out of this than you were when you came mm -hmm. in mentally and physically. So I feel like as this becomes just almost a new normal, people will want to naturally get back into a routine or some kind of a routine, or they will start to feel some sense of normalcy. Like, okay, I, I wanted to work out before this. There's plenty of stuff I can do at home. Let me see if I can go find something. So we're so early on. And I think things are changing so often day to day right now that people are still not like there yet. But I do believe that we will get there. I do believe that there will be a, a, a higher demand for it as you go. But then you're thinking about, for example, like us competing with your beach body on demand. You know what I'm saying? Like what you have to like, there's, there's a difference, you know, we're charging for a service that they could easily understandably. There's more like one-on-one -on -one community accountability, like with our program. But if they just wanted to go watch Shanti on, on demand for 20 bucks a month, then they could easily do that too. So you, there's going to be some competition there for us who are smaller boutique studio offering an online platform next to a, you know, a beach body, you know? So. Yeah. yeah, I agree with that. I think, I think most gyms should, just stay in their lane and kind of ride it out. Mm -hmm. I think for you guys, you might be one of the few that are uniquely positioned to take advantage of it. And, and my guess is that like 
you had mentioned that you're getting a decent amount of leads right now, but not a lot of conversions. Right. I think at some point you're going to see that conversion rate shoot up yeah. because people are, are going to actually take advantage. So I think if you have the platform and the marketing skill set, you probably could make it an opportunity. But even for someone like us, that's fairly established that has some of these skills. I think we'll just stay in our lane and, and ride out the storm until people you know, will will want to be back. And I mean, I, I have confidence that the pandemic will end at some point, you know, through vaccines and testing and just the natural uh, course that these things tend to run. I think we'll be better prepared for the next one when it comes along. Um, and I don't really worry about it being a long-term issue. Um, but I do think short to medium term, 12 to 18 months, I think it might be a longer road than some people are thinking. Yeah, I 100% agree. I think that if you, you're naive to think that everything's going to go back to normal in four weeks, like you're naive to think that the world's just going to like magically be better in four weeks, because it's just not. And yeah, maybe things in four weeks, you know, the peak is supposed to hit the middle of April, and then we're supposed to by the beginning of May, you know, be out of the mm -hmm. peak kind of on the downside of this thing, which is fine. That's that's the pandemic and the virus. That's not like people's thought processes, buying habits, yeah, jobs, everything else. That's not all of the other things that have been literally like chopped out from underneath of them after that. So you you have, to, this is a long game. This is a long game play. People have to play the long game here. We're not interested in creating a whole new business. Like this one was enough. <laughs> this is enough. So we're definitely not interested in creating a whole nother business, but would it be cool if you can generate some revenue out of it? Absolutely. hundred percent. Of course it, of course it would be nice, but it's not like the goal and the focus. Yeah. Cool. Um, I think that's all I had for you guys. Is there anything else that you wanted to uh, talk about or share? No, I wanted to know how is your culture, you know, with taking such a dive? I mean, are you guys, how, how is that? Do you guys have like a group or something that you guys get together and gather or do you have like staff like making courtesy calls? Like how does that look? I'm just curious. From yeah, perspective. definitely. So um, culture wise, it's, it's, uh, it's definitely brought a lot of people together. I think it's been way more positive than negatives. I mean, the feedback we've been getting emails, text messages are like 99% positive stuff, which is crazy because you know, when times are, are good, it's, it's funny how it shifts the balance in the opposite direction. So there's definitely a lot more appreciation yeah. for what we do. And, um, you know, people have seen how involved we are, how we have people's best interests in mind. So that's really cool. We actually took our membership. Um, we had done this about two weeks ago, right? Pretty much right when the gym was shutting down, we divided it amongst our coaches. All of our coaches are full time. So we have nine, including my brother and I, we divided the whole membership amongst those coaches and we're reaching out individually and then we're using a, a, a platform called true coach to set up one uh, daily and weekly habits for them to follow so if someone takes us up on that true coach then we'll have like a 45 to 60 minute conversation with them break down what their new normal is figure out where we can set some like checkpoints through the day of Hey, let's try to dial in your breakfast. Let's try to get you asleep by this time. Let's try to get you in a morning routine. Let's try to get you a workout three days a week. And that's been good. It's been powerful. That's the biggest thing that we want to incorporate moving forward is we, we'd love to get into a situation where hundred percent of our members do that moving forward. Um, if we had that kind of relationship with everybody beyond just a group classes, 
then that would be ideal. Now it's going to be, it's going to be hard to get hundred percent of the people to do that. It'll be hard to even get 50% of the people because it will have to have a pretty decent price tag to it. It's going to, it's a, it's a huge time commitment on the coach and there's only so many athletes you can handle as a coach. So it has to be sustainable. But, um, that, I mean, that to us is the future of our business and we've been forced into a situation where we had to do it. Mm-hmm. So it's been, uh, it's been cool. Um, I love that. that. I, like that. I, I like that really a lot cool. too. Yeah. yeah. Are you guys taking on any new prospects at this time or? No, I mean, we would if they came along, but like, we're literally doing nothing in that regard. Um, and yeah, I mean, we, we have enough things could change, but we have enough numbers that are sticking with us that we can weather the storm. We had, you know, we had cash in the bank to be able to cover um, not as much as I would love to have, but enough runway where while we still have revenue coming in and looking at the cash in the bank, we can feel confident that, you know, things will be okay. So um, yeah, like it's, uh, it's, it's crazy. I mean, do you guys do you guys think about the financial side differently now? Because, like, I I was gonna record a podcast about like this of like what does financial fitness look like for a gym, and I was gonna mention like well what if your gym shut down and I thought that was a completely ridiculous scenario and now it's not. So do you guys think differently about it? I think uh, we're more I'm I'm more mindful and conservative on how I spend. This has been a blessing for me. <laughs> Because I am a penny pincher. <laughs> I am a, I, I, I run all the, the financial side of everything. We do have an accounting team that we work with um, and a business consultant, but for the day-to-day like financial operations, um, I run all of that. And we too had cash in the bank. Um, I, I had a number in my head that I would never let our cash reserves go below. And I'm so happy that I kept it that way <laughs> because same thing with you, like, with the revenue coming in and the cash in the bank, like we obviously it's never enough, but it's enough to get us to where we need to go um, and feel comfortable and feel safe. Still be able to take care of our staff um, the way we want to and everything like that. So while we did cut back some expenses and different things, we put some payments on hold and stuff like that, just as a kind of a buffer. Um, Yeah. I, this is, I think it's, it's an eye opener. Like you really need to plan. You need to plan. Like you need yeah. to have that. You cannot just run your business willy nilly. And, and then this happens and you have no cash. Like yesterday we had a payroll yesterday and we, I told Marcia, I said, this payroll is really special for me because we can, we can pay it. And I said, and there's a lot of gym owners and a lot of business owners right now who are running payroll yeah. for the end of the month and can't make it. And so I was just really thankful that we had prepared and planned and have operated our business in a healthy financial way where we can still take care of ourselves and our people and our members through something like this. Yeah. Nice. Awesome. Well, we'll, we'll yeah. end there. Yeah. I love that. So, um, well, thanks for taking the time guys. We'll, yeah. we'll catch up soon.